on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The Goals play three games against the Ooh Barracuda. And where were you one year ago today? Do you remember that? We'll talk about all of that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to the Mad Hat Hucksters, who are based in San Diego. And this is our weekly look at the San Diego Goals. So it's always great to hear a little bit of Mad Hat Hucksters before each show. Just a reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Make sure to subscribe if you have not already. And also, also, on Twitter, I'm at StimpyJD, and the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. So I want to give a brief explanation. So I'm only covering the last three games up to Tuesday. The reason for that is because I will be gone from Wednesday through Sunday. This episode will actually drop on Thursday, so I'll already be, I guess, in isolation by then. So I won't be available to edit anything. So this is actually recorded on Tuesday, not Wednesday. I'll talk about Wednesday's goals game the following week. All right, so let's get things started by talking about the three games against the San Jose Barracuda. Um, So I reported this last Wednesday. It was Matt Lurito who left the game against the Ontario Reign. This took place eight days ago now, last Wednesday, at the TSE. Uh, Matt Laredo left the game in the middle of the game for an undisclosed injury. We still don't know what the severity of the injury is, but he's been out since then. He hasn't played. So Matt Laredo, he left last Wednesday. He has not come back yet. So the goals are already without Matt Laredo on wing. They also lost Jamie Drysdale due to the taxi squad. Although it was reported that there was a reason that Jamie Drysdale was sent to the taxi squad and went up with the Ducks. And this is a quote from Eric Stevens from The Athletic. So he made a comment on this in one of his posts, and almost no one saw this. Quote, Apparently he took a puck in the face slash mouth during a game, assuming the last one he played. Bob Murray said they're trying to get his weight back up, but they've had him practicing with them and taking part in all their meetings. End quote. So yeah, he has been up with the taxi squad, and... Now I remember this. Now that I saw that quote again, he did get hit in the face during the game against the Ontario Reign. He did stay in the game. That might have been on a on a really weird 5-on-5, and Drysdale was out there for a long time during that game. Just one of those weird deflections where it caught him, but he stayed in the game and later won that game. So I'm assuming that's where it happened. So you have two players that are out with injury. You have Drysdale that's out. You had Laredo that's out. You also lost Viteri, who also went up to the Ducks. So he was out from the goals. They were also missing Chase DeLeo, who was also up to the taxi squad. So already you're missing four key players for those weekend's games against San Jose. How do you think that went on Friday? Uh, it went rather poorly. This was probably the worst game they've played all season long. You lost four good players, but the good news is you brought back Cody Curran, who has a monster of a shot. So at least you have that. Then you also have, who else came back? Brendan Gooley, he came back. So that's good news. But for the guys that you lost, yeah, it's still not good for San Diego. 
right away, you could tell that they were off their game. They didn't have all their guys with them. Even though they were back home in Irvine, they were just not themselves. Evan Winger got his first of the season, making it one nothing. The only goal of the game came 16 seconds later when Andrew Agazino scored his fourth of the season. He's played a really good season with San Diego. Uh, he's always been a terrific player, has some great experience in the in the major leagues, I guess, in the pros. The assists come from Antoine Morans and Brendan Gooley, who I just mentioned. His first of the season, so good for him. But then it was all San Jose after that. Jaden Hogbowax got his second of the season on the power play, making it 2-1 San Jose. Then Carlos Cuxty got his first of the season, making it 3-1 San Jose. You see where I'm going here. After that, Sasha Chemilevsky got his first of the season. So he had been up with the San Jose Sharks. He came down with the Barracuda. Now that players are getting healthy with San Jose again. And you're going to hear more about that on tomorrow's podcast with J.D. Young from Locked on Sharks. So Sasha is now down with the Barracuda. And he belongs in the NHL. He really does. He's such a great player. 4-1 to one San Jose. And then Jaden got his second of the night, not on a power play, making it 5-1. to one. That was the final score. San Diego, okay, they had no chance. Let's be honest. They really had no chance against this squad. Once you have great players coming back to the Barracuda and you have great players leaving the goals, it's a mismatch. It's a total mismatch. But that's the NHL. That's what happens when you have players go down due to injury. I've mentioned this with the Ducks. The Ducks have had multiple players go down to injury recently. They went up to the Anaheim Ducks or the Taxi Squad because they don't have enough players on said Taxi Squad. So that's the kind of thing that will happen. Once again, that final score was 5-1 to one San Jose. And I'm going to go to Saturday's game a little bit later. But first, let's talk about... Oh, our ad is rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Whether you drive a Chevy, a Toyota, a Ford, a GM car, maybe your first car was a Geo Metro, and you still have it somehow, believe it or not, rockauto.com has those parts available. They are family-owned and operated for over two decades. And, and, oh, get this, get this. They cost less than the big box stores. So, if you head over to rockauto.com right now, in the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. And that was kind of a short segment, but this is going to be a shorter show today. After the first intermission, we're going to talk about the other two games against the Barracuda. Stay locked in. <laughs> Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. All right, let's talk about last Saturday's game against the Barracuda. Yeah, these guys are going to be familiar this half hour. On that game on Saturday, the San Diego goals, they did something a little bit different. They went with 11 forwards and 7 defensemen, so a couple of those D-men are going to be moving up. So here's who they had. They had Dosti Karakindop, Morant Agazino Potts. Max Galode, B.O. Grew, Drew, then you had Jamie Devan, and Braden Tracy. I'll talk about him in a second. Then on the D, you had Trevor Carrick, Cody Curran, a very offensive-minded defenseman with a wicked cannon of a shot. 
he moves up to the first line. Then you had Keegan Lowe and Bruyard. Then you had Benoit, Gouli, and Keegan Kanzig. Ooh, that's interesting. But more importantly, it was the first start for Ole Eriksson Ek. Yeah, he got his AHL debut against the Barracuda against Alexei Melnichuk. Melnichuk has him pretty decent, but man, Ole Eriksson Ek. I mean, good for him getting the start. And how did that start go? Well, guess what? The goals got off to a fast start. They got off to a one nothing lead early on. And boy, Melnichuk wants that one back. And so do the rest of the Barracuda on kind of a broken play. Hunter Drew scored that one on a horrible angle. It was almost directly parallel to the red line. And Melnichuk kind of looked down and thought like, I don't know where that puck went. Yeah, he had no idea that puck was coming. And the assist went to Biogru and Max Galode. But on a really broken play, the puck did end up kind of behind the net. Um, the defense was really scattered on that one. So this one I pin on the defense and the goalie. But that was Hunter Drew's first goal of the season. So good for him. First of the season. But man, that shouldn't have gone in. Shortly after that, Maxim Letunov scored his first of the season. Tying the game at one goal apiece between San Jose and, sorry, Irvine. I'm going to call it just that one time only. Ole Eriksson Ek. He wanted that one back. Uh, Letunov had a great play to get kind of relatively open. And the five hole was just open. Yeah, Eriksson Ek wanted that one back. He absolutely did. So 1-1 tie. Then we move on to the second period. Andrew Agazino had a great play. Helping create a two-on-one, but that didn't go in. So it was still one-to-one after that. Um, San Jose really dominated that possession. The, after the first period, I actually approximated this at the time. Even strength Corsi was 25-8 to in favor of San Jose. So yeah, the goals needed to make some adjustments. They hardly held the puck. Frankly, it should have been 3-1 to or 4-1 to San Jose. Because the goals looked almost the exact same that they did on the previous game Friday night. Um, Nothing was clicking. The offense was not clicking. The defense was doing pretty well, but the offense was just not clicking all that well. So we move on to the second period. And guess what? It was maximum power for Max Galode and B.O. Gru. Gru's fourth goal of the season from Galode and Cody Curran, his third assist of the season, that made it 2-1 to one. San Jose looking like they had no idea what was coming. Okay, so the defense from San Jose, they looked very confused on that one where they all collapsed on one side, leaving B.O. Gru wide open almost. So that made it 2-1. to one. Some great adjustments by the San Diego goals, but oof, oof, the Barracuda, they looked confused on that one. Ooh, oof. But then they came right back. All right, so Zach Gallant got his first AHL goal. That made it a 2-2 tie. Zach Gallant on the power play. I thought that was a perfect play. Uh, Pass, pass, pass. Kind of a tic-tac-toe play right there. Assist went to Ryan Merkley, who's now back with the Barracuda. And Frederick Handemark. Yeah, man, they have Gallant there. They have Merkley there. Are you kidding me? They have Letunov? What the hell? And Chemilevsky? Yeah. San Jose Barracuda are stacked right now. Now that the San Jose Sharks are healthy, man, this this lineup, my God. So the Barracuda did look good. It was a 2-2 tie, and there were more chances 
from San Jose consistently. But the goals were starting to break through a little bit. The Corsi was not completely one-sided anymore. And San Diego did have some great chances. The game got really tense in the third period. The hits were starting to pick up a lot. A lot. It, it was one of those games. Pace picked up a lot. Goals missed a couple of rushes. San Jose missed a really good odd man rush. Agazino had a three on two. That shot just went wide. Both teams picked up the pace, but nothing went in. So it goes into overtime. And in that overtime, guess who scored the game winner? Andrew Agazino. He scores the game winner in overtime. His fifth of the season from Potts and Bruyard. 3-2 is your final score from Saturday night. Everybody celebrating that game winner was amazing. But the thing that got it started on that play, Carrick should have gotten more credit on that play. He lowered the boom. Captain Carrick got a massive hit to get things started for San Diego. Then it went to Podorowski, who controlled the puck. And it went off to Agazino, who split the defense and went five-hole on Melnichuk to seal the win for the San Diego goals. Even though Carrick doesn't get an assist on that play. And he really should get an assist on that play. So he got the he got the hit down. It went to Bruyard, who then squeaked it to Podorowski. It was Potts who controlled it to Agazino. So there you go. That's your play of that game from Saturday night. And then we go into Tuesday night. And the less we talk about that game, the better. Uh, San Diego just did not look good. This was their third game against them in a row. This one was at San Jose. It was pretty much all Barracuda. Noah Greger got his first. Then Handemark scored. Hogbowak scored. Cody Curran. There was one great play of that game. And that was Cody Curran's cannon of a shot. With about 36 seconds left to go in the second period. That was his third of the season. And I know goals fans love to see that blast from Curran. That made it 3-1 San Jose. Carrick did score on the power play to make it 3-2 very late in the contest. With about three minutes left, Sam Carrick's fifth of the season. But it was too little too late. Jacob Megna got the empty netter late. That made it a 4-2 final score for the San Jose Barracuda on Tuesday night. The goals pick up one win and two losses. And they have some games coming up. Some Some pretty important games, might I add. Uh, as of this recording, they have a game against Bakersfield. They have games against Tucson and Henderson at home. Those are going to be the very important games, in my opinion. Those two games are going to be much more important because they are right there in the standings and they want to catch up to those two teams. So that takes place this coming weekend, Tucson and Henderson. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to head into the second intermission. But first, let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. They are your trusted online sportsbook, and they have every sport going on right now. They have baseball, they have basketball, they have the NHL. There's also NHL futures lines, like who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Who were the favorites on that? Well, BetOnline has those odds. If you go to betonline.ag right now, on your first deposit, use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. 
And we're going to talk about what happened a year ago today on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And we got to talk about this. Uh, This show is airing on Thursday, March 11th, 2021. It has been exactly 365 days since the last games of the Ducks and the San Diego Goals. I'll talk about this from a Ducks perspective on tomorrow's podcast, but because this is locked on goals, I'm going to talk about this from a goals perspective for today because it was exactly this time last year that the San Diego Goals played their final game of that season. It was their last game in a very long time, a 4-2 victory at the Tucson Roadrunners. San Diego back then, they had a pretty good roster and they were looking to have a deep, deep run into the Calder Cup playoffs. You still had Brendan Gooley. You had Josh Mahura. You had Chase DeLeo scoring that day. You had Troy Terry. Remember when Troy Terry had that time with the San Diego goals and it looked like Troy Terry was going to stay down with San Diego for the rest of the season and give the goals a deep playoff run. You also had Max Comtois, who was really on a roll at the time. You also had Isaac Lundestrom on that roster. Yeah, they were stacked last year. If you recall, Anaheim was starting to lose some more games again. They had just lost. So really, the reason that these guys were down with San Diego was because they wanted to get reaccustomed with the team and they were looking to make a deep playoff run because San Diego at the time, I think, was third place in the Pacific Division. They were looking so, so good. And they had just obliterated Tucson that night. So San Diego was stacked. That's where we were last year. We had no idea of everything was going to happen. In fact, I remember everything about that game. The game started at about 7 o'clock, right? At the time, the NBA had been canceled or it had been postponed. So I thought about the Ducks game because I was there, but I also thought, oh, the goals game hadn't started yet either. What's happening there? So I look at my phone, I tune in, and I see, okay, the goals have started playing against Tucson. Maybe they'll start the Ducks game, and they did. But going back to the goals game, they had a dominating performance that night. It it was not close. You had goals from Troy Terry, Sam Carrick, Chase DeLeo. He scored goals. Troy Terry had two goals that night. And once again, that was a 4-2 victory over the Tucson Roadrunners. San Diego was completely dominant that evening. After two periods, they outshot them 24-12. to But after that, San Diego turned it on. Sam Carrick, at the time, had his 23rd goal of the season. So you had this massive, massive, powerful team coming into Tucson, just destroying them, and then everything happened. Immediately after that game at Tucson... There was the rumor starting, well, the AHL might pause. At the time, we really thought that it was going to be paused for a little bit, and then they would come back to the playoffs, and San Diego would make a deep playoff run. That's what we thought would happen at the time. Little did we know that that would be the last day of normalcy for all of us. And once again, this is that somber anniversary. One year ago today was the last time that there were fans to watch a goals game, albeit on the road, but it's been year. It's been over a year 
since we've had games at Pechanga Arena in San Diego. And this is kind of an ode to the Goals fans as well. But, you know, the players miss you. Like, you guys are missed. The Goals fans are among the most passionate, among, they're one of the best fan bases in the entire American Hockey League. And this is not just me going to Pechanga Arena. I've been to other AHL arenas. I've been to San Jose, been to Bakersfield, Vegas. To You know, they all have great fan bases. They really do. But San Diego's fan base is supremely passionate. It's reflected on their intro video. Those fans come out. Fans like Jeff with the goals hat. He's a very passionate goals fan. He comes out to every game. He comes out to all the road games. Makes the road trip up to Ontario. There's about 100 fans that will consistently make the drive from San Diego to Ontario every time they play. You guys are some of the best fans out there. And sorely missed. Very sorely missed on this anniversary. I mean, yeah, one year. To me, thinking about this, one year since the goals have had games at Pachanga Arena or they've had the fan support behind them. They feel it. They absolutely feel it. They do miss the fans. And I'm sure that if the San Diego fans were at those games, those players would be fired up. You would be hearing the chants of one, two, three, four, five. It's all your fault. You suck, loser. You guys are doing that at home. It is great. So, yeah, you guys are missed. You guys are just simply missed. And I personally cannot wait till we have fans back at the arenas till we get back to some kind of normalcy and we all get back let's just hope that we all get vaccinated soon this pandemic is in the rearview mirror and we can get back to normalcy so that's my perspective on that from the san diego goals and i sincerely hope that the goals do come back stronger next season and we have some fun at pachanga arena all right with that we're gonna end the program Uh, Just a reminder, tomorrow we do have an interview. Tomorrow's podcast will feature J.D. Young from Locked on Sharks. I know we just got done talking about the Barracuda, but there is an important series coming up for the Ducks. It is Ducks versus Sharks this coming weekend. So once again, J.D. Young from Locked on Sharks will be coming on tomorrow. So be sure to check that out. A reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. My Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Make sure to check out Locked On Bets with your boy Q. And also make sure to check out Locked On NHL, a very fantastic program on the Locked On Podcast Network. So there you go. Locked On NHL, Locked On Bets. Check those out. And thank you all once again for listening. It's greatly appreciated for Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Practice social distancing. Wear a mask. Be safe out there. And hey, be kind to one another. Ducks and goals fly together. <laughs>